0: Well, welcome to the final session of our short course, Knowing the Father. In this session, I'm going to talk about the fruit of sonship. You know, walking as Jesus walked, that's the fruit of sonship. Walking, living in love, that's the fruit of sonship. 1 John chapter 3, verse 1 says, See what kind of love the Father has lavished on us, that we shall be called children of God and that is who we are see sonship is knowing we're loved sonship is knowing that god is being a father to us this is not duty or obligation it's not a set of facts or principles it's a relationship yeah you know, if, if we read the first few verses of first john we we see john describing this as a relationship. It's something is touched, it's something is seen, it's something is heard about. It's an experience. And in First John chapter 2, verse 6, he says, you know, we can walk, we can live as Jesus walked and lived. You know, that's the heart of what it means to be a son, is that we know that we're loved by the Father, that we're in the centre of his love. The problem is we all have bad days and we are aware of our failings and weaknesses. You know, and in one sense, that's a good thing because it keeps us dependent and it keeps us reliant on him. But those, those bad days, they very often cause us to believe that we're not loved. You know, we listen to the voice of the enemy and he basically lies. He's the father of lies. And he tells us, a lie. oh, you've done that. You know, you can't be like. How can you be loved if you've done that? Oh, you've done it again. And we listen to that voice and it draws us away from the place of love. You know, when I think of our own failings, our own weaknesses, I, I think of the story of Moses in Exodus 33. The Lord told Moses to lead the people. And the first thing Moses says is, I can't do this. You know, it's that cry of human desperation. And Moses asks for someone to go with him. And the second thing Moses says is, you know, give me someone to go with me. And then he says, teach me your ways. Give me the rule book, you know, show me the facts or the principles that I must follow. And I love the Lord's reply. He says, my presence, my presence my presence will go with you and then Moses gets this revelation he's oh if your presence doesn't go with us then we don't want to go anywhere and for me if we're going to live in love we need to pursue the father's presence not the facts not the principles and we need to go beyond that cry of human despair and we need to say father I long for your presence The other story I think about when I think about human failing or weaknesses, Jeremiah writing in Lamentations, Lamentations chapter three. You know, he's having a bad day. He's having a bad week. He's having a bad month. You know, everything is going wrong and he's got to the place where he feels totally hopeless. He's he's despairing. You know, he's lost hope, he's lost his ability to see beyond his immediate circumstances. And he's in that place of absolute despair. But it's in that place that he remembers some things. Says, this I call to mind and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. And, you know, I just want to say to you, I want to say to us that when you are in that place of despair, when you're in that place of hopelessness, just remember And lay hold of the unchanging, steadfast love of the Lord. Because it never, ever ceases. And it's when we're in that place of weakness, when we're in that place of failing, we need to hang on to the only thing that's worth hanging on to. And that is the assurance of being loved by the Father. That his love never changes. His love is not dependent on how we behave. His love is not dependent on what we do. His love is not dependent on our ups and downs. His love is dependent on his unchanging character. He is love and he does not change. And so we need to be drawn back to that place of love. 1 John 4.16 says we know and we rely on the love that God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. These are experiential words. They're not words of about knowledge or intellectual understanding. They're an experience that we touch in the depths of our heart. We can know in our heart. We can know through experience. We can rely through experience these words knowing and relying they belong in our heart not in our mind and they draw us back to that place of love in john 16 verse 23 jesus says this he says in that day you will no longer ask me anything very truly i tell you my father will give you whatever you ask in my name what jesus is saying there and he reiterates it in verse 26 what Jesus is saying there is hey guys you can go to the father yourself I've given you I've made a way for you to have direct access to the father why John 16 verse 27 the father himself loves you see the last few chapters of John, John chapter 13 to John chapter 17, it's Jesus is talking to his disciples on, on that last evening before he's taken away to the cross. They're having a meal together. He's explaining what's happened. And the disciples don't really get it. In fact, at the beginning of John 16, they say, why are you talking in riddles? You know, we don't understand what you're saying. And Jesus says, you know, I know, I know you think I'm talking in riddles, but one day I will speak plainly. And he says that verse, John chapter 16, verse 27, the Father himself loves you. And the next thing the disciples say is now you're speaking plainly. Now we get it. Now we understand. It's like talk about the last minute. (laughs) They get it. It's all about the Father loving them. It's all about the Father loving us. And Suddenly, it all fits into place for them. It all falls together, and they realize it's all about love. It's all about the Father's love. And they found that place where they know they're loved. You know, Jesus says, You won't have to ask me anything. The Father will give you whatever you ask Him in my name. You and I have got direct access to the Father. And it's not dependent on how we behave. It's not dependent on what we do. It's dependent on his unchanging nature. And it's dependent on the pathway that Jesus made for us that we follow in. And the door is open for us to come into relationship with the Father. So that we can see and touch and hear for ourselves. The things that John is describing in his letter. That we can experience him being a father to us. And of course the very last verse of john chapter 17 jesus concludes his prayer he says i've made you known to them i will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may be in them and that i myself may be in them you know what jesus is saying in that last sentence in that last the closing bit of that prayer is father i thank you that these friends of mine these disciples these people are loved in exactly the same way that i'm loved that is a huge revelation if we understand that in our hearts that we are loved as jesus is loved that changes everything you are loved just as the father loves jesus and i want to encourage you to hang on to that to live in it to to believe it And even when you have a bad day, even when you're suffering from and struggling with human weakness and failings, you can come back to this place of saying, I am loved as Jesus is loved. In verse 24 of John 17, Jesus says, Father, I want those you've given me to be with me where I am. See my glory, the glory you've given me before, because you loved me from before the creation of the world. Jesus is going back to the Father. And he says, Father, I want these people to be with me where I am. He wants us to experience and live in the centre of the Father's embrace. He wants us to know we're right at the Father's side. He wants us to know that the everlasting arms of love are around us. He wants us to experience constantly the Father pouring his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. We truly can know and rely on the love that God has for us and as that love is poured into our hearts all the fear that we experience has to go first john 4 16 to 19 it says perfect love casts out fear there's no fear in love because fear has to do with punishment the one who fears is not made perfect in love as we find that place of love All of the fear, all of the insecurity, all of the things we struggle, they have to go. Fear cannot live with love. It's the opposite. Love drives out fear. It really, really is possible for you and me to live in love. It's not unattainable. It's not outside of our grasp. And the reason it's not outside of our grasp is it's nothing to do with us. It's all because of him. The almighty God, the creator of the universe, just happens to be our father and He's loving you and me with the complete and perfect expression of love. And as that love is poured into our hearts, it will transform our lives. And as that love is poured into our hearts, it will begin to flow out to other people. You know, the reality is that there are some people that we find hard to love. But the other reality is there are some people who find us very hard to love. I know that sounds difficult and, you know, uh, maybe a challenge to some of you, but it's the truth. You know, we find it hard to love some people and some people find it hard to love us. But the more the father's pours his love into our hearts, the more our hearts are transformed by love, the more we will find that we can love those that are hard to love. And actually, maybe we'll discover that those who find us hard to love have less of a problem. Because love changes us. 1 John 4 verse 12 says, No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us. And his love is made complete in us. That does not mean that if we love one another, he will love us. That's conditional. God's love is not conditional. It's totally unconditional. What that verse means is that when God lives in us and he pours his love into our hearts and we soak in love, the fulfilment of love working in us is that love will flow out of us. And we will begin to love other people. It will be the fruition or the completion or the perfection of his love. It's the flow through us, transforming us and then flowing out so that we can love other people. Because when we love other people, that goes beyond. You know, love covers a multitude of sins. Love keeps no record of wrong. Love bears all things you know make love your greatest aim when we live in love it's like love takes precedence in fact in in corinthians uh, first corinthians 13 it says against this there is no law see love goes beyond the law and love covers all the things that the law would want to take account of and judge love goes beyond judgment. Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 3 that we would be strengthened with power through his spirit in our inner being so that Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith. And Paul prays that we would be rooted and established in love and that we may have power with all God's holy people to grasp and how, how wide and how long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know that this love goes beyond all knowledge. You know what Paul is praying there is that the roots of our life would go down into love. A plant gets its life, it gets its energy, it gets its sustenance from the soil. And we're like little plants planted in love. We get our life, our energy, our sustenance, everything we need we get from that soil of love. And we pull it into us. And love becomes our life. Love becomes our energy. We can be planted in love. As we receive and live as sons and daughters, we're planted in love. And the desire of the Father is that our roots go deeper and deeper and deeper. And we become stronger and stronger and stronger. This is more than a revelation. This is an impartation. It's an impartation of his love coming into our hearts and transforming us. And we find that place of contentment. We find that place where we're living in the centre of the father's affection, where we're held in that embrace of love. Where love, even on our bad days, even when we feel weak and we feel like we're failing, love is the thing that grabs hold of us. And, And like Jeremiah in Lamentations, we remember and we have hope. Love gives us hope. And this is the transformed life that Jesus offered to people that he met. And it's the transformed life that you and I can live in. It really is possible to live in love. And as we live in love, we will begin to walk as Jesus walked. We will begin to live as Jesus lived. And I want to just encourage you as you finish watching this is, is take some time, maybe put on a music video. There's one on my website or put some soaking music on and just receive. Just say, Father, here I am. Pour your love into my heart. Soak me with your love. Just fill me with love. Let me know that I am loved as Jesus is loved. You know, ask him for that revelation because it will change Everything. It is possible for us to live in love, because our Father is love. I wanna thank you for watching this series. I trust it's been helpful. Please feel free to recommend it to your friends. Um, If you want to, you can sign up for my weekly newsletter. uh, You can sign up on the website. On the website, there's a whole load of other resources that are available for you to, to use. Um, maybe a lot more fuller and longer in-depth teaching sessions to help you on this journey of living as a son, living as a daughter, knowing that you're loved and walking as Jesus walked. So thank you for being with me in this series and I just pray the Father's blessing on you.